Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Rugby now and uh, Jeff Wilson, of course, former All Black, former Highlander, joins us uh, this morning. Uh, good morning to you, Jeff. Haven't spoken for a while. G'day, Smithy. How are you going? Before we get into that, how do you bowl a no ball if you're an off spinner on the second to last ball? <laughs> how do you do that, love? Oh. How does that happen? I, you know, I don't, like, underst- I I don't understand it. that. Uh, honestly, the eyes of the... You know what Indian cricket fans are like? You know, you know what Indian cricket right. fans are like, mate? Uh, honestly, the dismay around India, around the world of cricket, uh, when that poor young girl overstepped by that margin, bowling off spin, as you say, um, I think... Uh, the, I don't know if she'll ever forget it or be allowed to. I, I feel sorry for her in a way. Oh, oh, absolutely. And you're talking a millimetre. You're talking a millimetre, just something mm. behind the line, you know, because it had been such yeah. a great game. And, you know, and they probably yeah. did, they'd done enough maybe to find a way to win. Anyway, I'm hoping my Highlanders find a way to win, Smithy. I really yeah, it's do. Only, I'm not it's sure it's when going to happen. No. It's, it's, uh, it's 0 and 5, Jeff. It's 0 and 13. Uh, you went 0 and 13 in 2000 under Jamie Joseph. Finished three and thirteen, so at least there's some hope for Tony Brown there in a comeback. There's possibilities, but uh, it certainly hasn't probably suited this team to be playing all New Zealand teams um, to start the season. But the reality is they haven't been good enough. But I would say this: though, I really enjoyed the weekend. It's sort of having the fans back here in New Zealand, just a taste of it for a couple of games. It's sort of a, a brief a, an injection of life into the competition, and we got three quality games here in New Zealand, which was which was great. And so we're I'm sort of now just sort of over the next month sort of looking forward to everything kicking on, hopefully, before we get to that super round in Australia. OK, let's look, uh, let's just look a little bit more closely, though, at the Highlanders. Jeff, uh, where's it going wrong for them? Oh, oh the ability to finish and, and put together um, you know, long periods of time where they're in control of the game. They're not being able to do that. They've shown pretty much in every contest that they've pr- probably been in control of games for probably 20 minutes, which has been enough for them to stay close. Um, um, but what it hasn't been good enough to do is be able to finish off games and you know they've put teams under pressure um, but this is where you, you need guys who can break the game open and that's something they're absolutely lacking at the moment um, you know there's no doubt they're hard working there's no doubt there's some, there's some accuracy issues in what they're doing but there's probably not quite enough X factor for them to break down what are really really strong defences you know and, and Ken Laban was on the breakdown last night and he talked about the loss of Josh Uwani and and uh, even before that, Bryn Gatlin hitting in. Both of those guys, uh, players, are with the Chiefs right now. But you know, Joshua, he certainly had his ups and downs. But when, when he was on, you won games. When he was off, unfortunately, you lost games. But that was some of the things you had to sort of live with. And, and losing his type of player, his type of, type of impact, 
um, and his type of talent is a, is a big loss for the Highlanders, and now they're sort of trying to trying to play without that, and that's really difficult. Jeff caught the last uh, half hour. I've got to say, I've been tied up as you know with the women's cricket, but I. I, uh, I caught the last hour of Moana Pacifica, mate. It's, uh, that was something very, very special to me. And uh, the reactions afterwards, seeing uh, BG and, and, and Michael out there uh, amongst the players, just a shame the, the crowds hadn't been released for the Friday night. That would have been some night there. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, the great thing about that is they've got the opportunity this week, um, two games here in Auckland playing against the Blues. Uh, yeah, they'll be vastly different sides. And I'm imagining tomorrow night they'll probably be... Two sort of second tier teams that will come come together and play, and then there'll be the big show um, coming up on the weekend on uh, on Saturday night. So I think, in, in a sense, it's, it gives I suppose the fans something to really look forward to now here in Auckland. Um, these two games this week, uh, but it was a big moment, a huge moment um, in the context of the season, very much like the Fiji and Drua and their win they experienced in Australia. And, and you know, I think. You know, um, New Zealand rugby's topped a lot over, over the last few years, but in, in terms of, you know, probably getting a pat on the back for, for, you know, doing what it could to get this team off the ground, and it hasn't been easy, it was never going to be easy, um, I've managed to get what was uh, incredibly valuable to them, which was a win early on in their, in, in their time as, as a team in Super Rugby. So, look, it was a great, great moment, um, great way that they did it. The nature in which they're play, uh, playing the game is great. Um, you know, uh, I, I'm not sure how many more of these you might experience this season, but in terms of this, mm. it gives them a huge, huge boost. And we looked at uh, the other side of it. The Hurricanes uh, have the dubious uh, record of being the first side to lose to them, and this a lot earlier than people would have thought. What about the Hurricanes then on that side of it? Yeah, look, they'll be, uh, they will be bitterly dis- disappointed and um you know, I know the coaching staff, Jason Holland, and that. You know, they would look at this as a as a game that slipped through their fingers. The fact that they showed enough during the contest to to, to really uh, put this game away, but was weren't clinical enough and accurate enough when they got their opportunities to score points. And that's the story of the game. Like, that's the story of rugby. Is that you know you're going to get chances to score. You're going to create opportunities. It's just whether the, which team that takes those. And you know they'll be looking at it and going, yeah, we weren't um, we weren't at full strength, but. But we saw a Chiefs side not at full strength come out and perform and perform admirably against the Moana side. So I think for them, this is probably a little bit of a gauge of where they may be in terms of their depth. But let's be honest, they lost an extra time against a, a Moana team that, you know, I thought showed showed great heart, showed great character, the character we saw in their very, very first game. They learnt the following following week, uh, following their second game, that you need to play well consistently, and they responded with that. So... You know, um, you know, like I said, this Moana Pacific team is going to give um, some teams some real trouble, um, and and I don't, I don't, I imagine they'll get a, a few more wins. And um, those teams across the Tasman will be looking over in uh, Auckland and going, you know what? Um, there, are, there are a couple of threats coming out of uh, the, the big smoke in, in New Zealand. There are, uh, and of course, the, the the big threats were very evident as well over the weekend with the Chiefs and the Crusaders, and every now and then you 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 just get a reminder from the Crusaders, don't you, and Scott Robertson's boys, that uh, they're still the benchmark. They're the benchmark. Uh, no doubt about it, Smithy. Um, you know, and, and, and this is the, the quality of their side, uh, the, the way that they go about um, dealing with challenges. Um, you know, they, were, they responded to being bitterly disappointed uh, at losing uh, against the uh, Chiefs in Christchurch, which doesn't happen very, very often. But they relied very, very heavily on the one thing that you can always guarantee is their, their defensive effort. 
And there were some guys who really, really stood up and brought some physicality. Look, the Chiefs weren't bad. Um, they played some really impressive rugby, but they weren't as clinical. And that's what oh, you can always say about this Crusaders team. Defensively, they were accurate. They just don't miss tackles. They haven't missed tackles. Um, and when they created a few opportunities, they finished and finished brilliantly. And they've got a couple of guys in the likes of a Will Jordan, the likes of a um, Sibir Reese who came off the bench, who can finish and do things um, that other players can't quite do. And, you know, that separates them apart. But the Chiefs will, will learn a lot from this experience. They'll learn the fact that, you know, you, you have to take nothing for granted against the Crusaders and you just have to not make as many errors as, as they did. But it was a great contest. I mean, I really, really enjoyed the contest. And that's something that, you know, I, I think for me is that, uh, you know, the fans enjoyed watching. And like I say, it, it seemed to go up a, a, a notch on the weekend. Jeff, I know that the All Black selectors, we've heard Foxy say on the show that they really don't take a heck of a lot of serious notice until they see form closer to the time when they've got All Blacks available to them and they've got games coming up. But uh, what are you seeing any, anything, uh, any standout type performances or any new names on the block that, that, that Ian Foster might be looking at and writing down? It's, it's really interesting, isn't it? Because they've said that in the past, but I'm wondering whether or not the way the last season finished, that it's a little bit different this season. That they are taking a little bit more stock in what's happening earlier on. They are looking a little bit deeper into the form of all of the players and the nature in which they are playing. Because I would expect, you know, and, and we're going to keep talking about this, there's just a limited number of test matches before the next Rugby World Cup. And so if you're going to explore the abilities of some new guys, you need to go and give them a crack to play, give them a chance to play, you know. And so there's a lot of familiar faces that I think are playing very, very well. Some guys that we know and, 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 and guys have got a heap of experience, but there are guys I think that have been in the environment because remembering they've picked a heap of All Blacks in the last couple of years. I mean, the big, big squads. So to push your way in um, and, 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 and give yourself an opportunity in, in front of somebody else is, is pretty difficult. But look, Peter Gustavo didn't play in the weekend. I think that was a big loss for the Chiefs. Mm. Um, he, look, he's been really, really good. And he's a different type of number eight, something that we haven't traditionally used what well, Kieran Reeve was there for so long and there's no doubt he was um, you know outstanding outstanding all black leader and captain and, and player and but Peter Gosto a caller of someone I'm certainly very interested in. and uh, whether or not they explore Tubavai in the number six jersey given our depth of lock and the type of athlete he's showing he is and can be and what he's done for the Chiefs in that six jersey he's a guy that I'd really like to see get an opportunity because that six jersey is the one I think you know we don't seem to have um, uh, as much depth and, um, and, and, and settled on. Um, Shannon Frizzell didn't play that many test matches last year um, due to some circumstances. And then Akira Ioane's out of, the, out of the picture right now with injury. So you know, I really, really like to think that they, that they would explore that. But the usual suspects are putting their hands up. George Bauer, really, really good, powerful for the Crusaders, like what he's showing. Um, but there's, there's not so many new, new players on the block, but I think some guys who arrived last year, like Samasone Tokiaho, they arrived last year who are just pushing more and more of their case while other players like a Dane Coles, like a Akira Yuan, who aren't, aren't actually out there playing, these guys are front and centre. And I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping that um, there are plenty of eyes on them. If we look across uh, the Tasman, Jeff, at uh, Fiji and Drua, uh, where do you think they are at compared to the other newbie, Moana Pacifica? I think, in, uh, look, it only played half as n a number of games the Moana side compared to the Drua, and the Drua have missed a couple of opportunities, and they have been inconsistent. 
um, across their games. And, and so they've just won the one game. Um, you know, they were unlucky a couple of week, weekends ago not to win their second. Um, you know, a, a kick an extra an extra time or just on full time from the force beat them. So I, I look at them and go, they're still in that learning phase. And and you know, the, the big question mark now is is you know whether the the Melbourne Rebels who got their their first win on the weekend against the Drua and they they've got some personnel back which makes them a little bit stronger. But the Drua are going are going through those uh, just those learning 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 times. You know, the fact that. You know, you can't you can't come out and make errors and mistakes against Super Rugby sides and not get punished eventually. And so, they've been hot and cold, but when they've been on, they've been very dangerous and shown they're going to be competitive over time. I mean, you got to think long game with these these two sides, really. Um, and and you know, Moana certainly will have got up on this last weekend and they would have celebrated. And but um, they've still got plenty of work of work to do as well. But in terms of Getting their first wins, I think that's really, really important for the competition. And you know you can't take them for granted now because you know that they're good enough to get across the line. Yeah, I totally agree. I was thrilled with the physicality they showed right towards the end defending their line. I thought, I'm one of Pacifica I'm talking about. I thought, uh, you know, the mate-on-mate stuff there. And it was apparent after the game, they, you know, these guys know each other very well, etc. But and there, was, uh, there were no prisoners taken there. Jeff, look, as we know, it's a huge year for women's sport in this country. It hasn't worked out for uh, the White Ferns, uh, which I guess places a little bit of extra pressure on the Black Ferns uh, a little bit later in the piece. We saw the women's Six Nations begin over the weekend, um, which gives them, I think, a huge advantage in terms of the way they're building up and the advantage they already seem to have over the Black Ferns. So it's a competition worth keeping an eye on for us. Absolutely, yeah. I watched um, the, the highlights of the, uh, or actually I watched the England Scotland um, the game. England were really, really strong, um, playing some good footy. Uh, we've got a pack four competition coming up, which is going to be pretty valuable um, in terms of preparing our team. Look, probably the biggest news coming out is, is clearly that, that Wayne Smith's um, going to have an involvement now and help prepare this team. Um, and and it looks as though Graham Henry is going to play. A role as a selector in, the, um, in and around the squad as well. So New Zealand Rugby recognising that maybe they need a little bit of support and resource in, in, in those two areas and giving them some more people on the ground. Um, Super Rugby Old Picky was a start um, and it's given them something to, to work off. But yeah, I, I think that's going to have to be... Look, I, the fact we're at home, the fact we can get some momentum, you know, this, this tournament's going to be won and lost in the, in the knockout rounds. It's not going to be won in the first couple of weeks. That's going to all work to our advantage. It's just a matter of now um, uh, they can get the best preparations they possibly can. But there's no doubt a Six Nations campaign is going to prepare those Northern Hemisphere teams well. But in saying that, we mm. we know what to expect now. You know, I think we we know what we saw at the end of last year exactly where the Northern Hemisphere are at, and we've got the, the ground to make up. But it's not to say from what I saw in Super Rugby, I'll pick you with a lot of hard work and and a lot of attention to detail. I think we can get there, and it's going to be a very, very competitive World Cup. Thanks very much, uh, Jeff. As always, um, I'm, I, I don't know about you, but I'm actually loving this Women's Cricket World Cup, and this hell is some great skills on, on show for me and that Australian side. Uh, I mean, I, I'm not sure of all the World Cups I've been to and, and commentated on, I've seen a more complete deal, to be honest. Yeah, I, look, I, I, there's no doubt. You know, there's been great drama. Um, you know, we've, we've, we haven't had too many games interrupted with us, so the best teams have got through, I believe. And, and you know, we just weren't quite good enough, New Zealand. But but you're right. I mean, Australia are going to be really difficult um, to stop because they can they can sort of beat you in a number of ways. 
you know, uh, mm. world class um, fielding outfit who's got a, a bowling lineup which can put you under pressure if they don't quite get enough runs. And if you don't bowl well enough again, then they can take the, way, the game away from you with the bat. Um, but um, as we know, and we've been and, and experienced all before, it's on the day, right, Smithy? This is what winning World yep. Cup is all about and finding a way. And it can come down to the last ball and it comes down to a, unfortunately, we've, as we learned last night, it can be a, a, a matter of millimetres. Yep, that can, Jeff. Hey, look, uh, on the day is correct. And thanks for starting our day off here on SENZ in the mornings. Have a great week, mate. Thank you. Thanks, buddy. Great to chat. Talk soon. Yeah, cheers. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.